I've never seen what a large cheeseburger sub is because a small cheeseburger sub is basically like five cheeseburgers. It's just it's disgusting. It's just like, like a long roll. Like you know what the size of a cheeseburger is. Just like stack like six next to each other, and that's all a cheeseburger sub is. It's that much bread. It's definitely that much cheeseburger. It's unbelievable the yeah, amount of shit. No such thing as a small. You know what a small cheeseburger sub is. Uh, it's a cheeseburger. A cheeseburger. <laughs> right. We survived exactly one day of Newport with John Feidelberg. We thought about staying. He asked us he to stay he was, for yeah, a second like, night. Yeah. We seriously thought about it, and it would have been a terribly irresponsible decision. He had it all out- outlined. He was like, yeah, you guys, you can stay. This is what we'll do. And like, it all sounded so much fun. And then I just fast-forwarded to a day later in my life, and I was like... Nope. So on the ride home, I said that uh, I compared hanging out with John Feidelberg to it's an event. Yes. And it is a taxing event. I would say I, that in general, Feidelberg himself is just an event. <laughs> right. I want to be best friends with him, but I don't think that I can be more of a, like a friend than I, I yeah, am. Because I, I think that our really, he would ruin my life. <laughs> our relationship with Feidelberg is exactly what you want your relationship. Like if if he needs me to like help him out with stuff, like do some like real good friend stuff, that's cool. I'll do that. But I can't. I couldn't see Feidelberg like three times a week. No, he would, he would ruin my life. Like yeah. I would get fired from my job. I'd be drinking at nine thirty in the morning. Yeah, eating hamburger subs and just like. I would be happy as fuck, but I would be a disaster. Yeah, he's a he's a fucking savage. So uh, Jeff's here. You Hi, guys Jeff. legit look like shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, we do. Uh, uh, I f- don't feel like shit really, yeah. but I uh, I'm not not myself. We're gonna do a. Uh, we decided on the way uh, down and back at some point. Maybe before he goes to New York, we're gonna, we're just going to do a John Feidelberg tribute episode. <laughs> just we're just we're just going to compliment John Feidelberg for like forty minutes to maybe it'll be like one of the hour twenty episodes. So uh, the uh, the big story that uh, came out of the one night in Newport was John stealing his neighbor's dog at three a.m. Pup larceny. Uh, I still don't know. I don't think he knows either how the dog ended up joining us. Uh, we got back from the bar. We were planning on uh, going to take a dip uh, at the beach, and just somehow, as we were walking, like just suddenly, the dog was now was with there. us, yes. and we never got. Like I was carrying the dog at points and stuff. We were playing with him and everything, but we never got so into like, oh my god, we have a dog now. Like this is like a, a big thing. We only took one picture with the dog, and it's just Feidelberg with like, <laughs> looking like the happiest person on earth because right. he just acquired a puppy because he's holding a dog. So we also we called it a puppy a lot. It, it was, it was not dog. a puppy. <laughs> it was like a very old dog. It. Uh, I actually so we all had different names for it. And okay. I was calling him Jeff. Oh, that's so sweet. And uh, one of people we were with was like, why Jeff? And no, they, I don't think she cared. I was just like, <laughs> we're calling Jeff because Jeff's not here. And everyone but Jeff is here. So that that's was very sweet. Uh, Feidelberg called it Eleven. Uh, Eleven. Or L for short. Okay. Shout Stranger Things. Uh, Pete, what were you? Miles. You Oh, so, wow. so Sarah yeah. was calling... Him Miles, and I was like, "That's a good name." I, I was guy called him Miles for after Miles Teller, our, wow. our good friend Miles Teller. If that doesn't get you on Miles, <laughs> I don't know what will. But yeah, so we all had different names for it. Uh, P 
Pete and I were the uh, we at least guessed the sex of the dog correctly. <laughs> Do you really have to guess? Well, uh, like it was well, dark. We you were, don't look at the penis. We were and... very convinced that it was a girl last night. Yeah, or something. I in fact, I, I bet I was like, "Hey, Jeff, I know it's a girl, but I'm calling it Jeff <laughs> when it was clearly a guy." Um, so that was amazing. Uh, Feidelberg could not have crafted a bet. So his story. If you haven't read it, you're out of your mind because it's the funniest thing in the world. The headline is, I stole a dog, period. <laughs> period uh, in the headline. Savage yes. move. Um, but his tweet was, I rescued a, uh, what was it? I, re- I rescued a female uh, puppy last night or something. Right. And then the next. I thought I rescued a female puppy last night. No, it night. was, I, it was, I rescued, it was like, a, like, I've done this thing. And then it was, uh turns out i stole my neighbor's like, <laughs> male dog so when the uh when the neighbor came to pick it up in the in the morning uh <laughs> they were like yeah its name its new name is 11 and no laughs no laughs out of the neighbor <sighs> tough crowd she uh, was not happy that her dog was stolen off the street but in Fidelberg's defense well i guess in all our no defense, we we all were in on it uh yeah, it had no collar, no tags, and we like weren't actively like let's steal this right, dog. I was going to say the do, dog followed us all the way to the beach. Do you remember a we're taking this dog moment because no. I it could have happened. I sure as shit do not remember. I think a, that we were eventually we were just like I think we have to keep this dog because it's just following us. So now you're starting to play it off like we were being responsible. We definitely <laughs> were We made no mistakes. Yeah. Uh, uh yeah, and so the dog had just followed us and like seemed like the happiest dog in the world to not be home. So. Right? Yeah. Exactly. So I'm glad that the dog. Final we saying it's more like we gave it a life experience. It was a vacation for that dog. Yeah. Like he didn't get much sleep last night. The the dog didn't get much sleep last <laughs> night. But a, it's a dog. It spends the entire day sleeping, so it can sleep it off today. And. I think it probably had a lot of fun with some new friends. Yeah, so. much like you guys, this dog could only hang with one night with John Fife. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We had to go back to our owners. He was like, this is a fucking event. I have to go home. Uh, so how did the owner come across you guys with the dog? Was she like flyering the street? No. Or? So the girls that we were with apparently like left the house to go home early in the morning. And they were just like walking down the street and asking every person that they knew. Like, are you missing a dog? Because we have a dog. Which is like, to be honest, a real scumbag move on their part because John was really happy That's, to have yeah, this dog. Yeah, they didn't check with him. Like, they, they put, it was a total big daddy thing. He had made the decision that this was his dog now. Um, <laughs> Frankenstein. Yeah, his old Frankenstein. And he said to us at some point last night, he was like, don't want to start any arguments, oh, but right. I'm going to be the one who keeps it. And we were like... <laughs> we were walking home. Okay. Yeah, we were walking home, and he turned around like all serious and was like, guys, I, just, I have to ask, but can I have the dog? And we were like, yeah. Like what? You think we're gonna take this dog home? (laughs) We're gonna drive it sixty-five miles away from its home, which is probably next door to you. The house is literally like two doors down. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Oh my god. He basically just sniffed out the closest dog to his apartment, (laughs) stole it, and then in his mind rationalized it as I've rescued a dog. Are you 
because I'm very concerned. Would you ever invite John over again now, knowing, you know, because you have some puppies running around? Because <laughs> would I be worried that he, yeah, he like, went home kind with of one on of the a, dogs? An he might, like he might rescue your dog, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I would. Uh, I would probably be a little concerned. He actually, uh, we were going to do like ten minutes uh, just on this story on the podcast and. The deal was if we stayed tonight, Fidelberg would do it. Would talk about it, <laughs> and if not, then no, get the fuck out of here. So uh, That's why we're talking about it without him. Yeah, exactly. This is like I'm trying to think. This is like when Chicago plays Peter Cetera's songs without Peter Cetera. Exactly. Yes, it's <laughs> just like that. Fidelberg is our Peter Cetera. But yeah, that was uh, some. If you have any more questions about it, right? Um, I think like a. Uh, I'm still processing. It. <laughs> like, That's so, fair. Like, like just I mostly think in about appalled. ten minutes, I might be like. Feidelberg has never encountered his neighbor before and all the time he's lived there like how is that possible <laughs> well I will say that like this dog was way too well behaved to be a fucking stray and yeah. plus stray dogs in Newport is not a thing that dog was cool like it could hang we were we picked it up a lot it didn't fuss at, at one point it did like a snarl like a you better not pick me up but it was like you know what I actually kind better of not, picked up better not pick me up you little bitch <laughs> right yeah exactly it tried to it was a fucking tiny dog by the way <laughs> yeah uh, you can see the picture it's it's really really small and um, we went to the beach and the dog like went in the water like the dog had a fucking blast right thanks John Feidelberg took gave that dog a night on the town so <laughs> the owner is a little bit to be uh, to blame here yeah, because, like, yeah. She, it's it was three in the morning and the yeah. dog was outside with no collar it's three in the morning and also they they kind of let their guard down <laughs> they <laughs> they made themselves susceptible to if there are monsters walking around at three in the morning who are going to who steal your dog, who are yeah. prone to take a dog, you can't have your dog in that position. Especially if your dog like is the type of dog that just follows strangers mm-hmm. wherever they're going. And it's not like we took the dog from the like the middle of the front yard. The dog was in the street. Yeah. Yeah. So like I've never seen a doggy door in like real life, only on like TV, which makes me think that they must have had like a door open at three in the morning that a dog could get right. out. Yeah, there's no th- that lady. I don't think that lady was up at three a.m. No, no. So, yeah, I, think I think that it was like a doggy door situation. But why? Why didn't the dog have a fucking collar? There's some digging to be done here. Why would the dog? Yeah, there to. Bl- I don't blame you guys anymore. Nice. Good. Nice. Thank God. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, so leading up to that. Uh, we had not done oyster shooters before. So F- Feidelberg gave us some new experiences. Right. We went cliff jumping what? today. Yeah, we went cliff uh, jumping today. We'll get to the oyster. We'll, let's, we'll, we'll oh do the God. oyster shooters in a second. Cliff jumping. So Feidelberg is like, there's this rock. No one really knows about it. And like, I've seen him. I've seen him post pictures from there. I've seen videos of him jumping off it and everything. And I was like, nice. This seems rad. A little, I'm, I'm not much of a badass, so I might be a little right. scared, but whatever. So we get there. And he's like, uh, I'll just go first, then you guys can follow. And we're like, rad, man. <laughs> and he just... He, like, like, we were like, I was like, take, like one... I was like taking off my, my shirt. Right. And he was already in Gone. midair. Yeah. <laughs> we're just we're like, just like walking and he just like hops off. And from a super high it was, point... It was fucking high and terrifying. Yeah, so he jumps off and... He's doing the thing where he's in like, the water on, looking guys. up at us, <laughs> and I was before Pete. I turned around to Pete, and we bo- I think we both said, yeah. like, not doing that. We had, like, the look of, like, like we were terrified in our Did eyes. Did you guys end up doing it? Yes. Yeah. So we but ended from up- a lower point. We ended up okay. walking okay. down, like, probably, like, 
five feet, so not much, but it made me feel a million times. Well, better. I think this the, like the the cliff was where he jumped off the cliff. There was like stuff. there were rocks underneath. Like there was another layer that he had to jump over. Yeah, to oh, wow. to like, land in the water, and so like. You could we fuck jump, up from there. Yeah, we jump. Like, if you slip, you, like, could break your leg yeah. and literally drown. Yeah. And so we jump from, like, the very edge of a cliff where, like, like a there's nothing board. that we can hit from, yeah. from We just below. topped off. But um, By the way, it's worth mentioning that on the way to the cliff, right before you get to the edge, there is a uh, a tribute to a kid that died at <laughs> yes. the cliff. Jumping the last the cliff. thing you see before you jump in is a reminder that's, like... You it can, can happen. <laughs> you can die here. Um, it was really cool. I, like I said, I'm not, I'm not a badass by any stretch of the imagination. This right. is going to be this is going to shock Fidelberg the listeners. Like, Fidelberg was like this fucking asshole dying and ruining it for everybody. <laughs> one kid from the past twenty years. Yeah, he was like they got to make a thing for the one kid. <laughs> but meanwhile, he has a nice secluded spot that no one will go to anymore. <laughs> right, right. Sacrificed his life to to John. It is. He's awesome, like a Pied though. Piper. He like took you guys right. on some shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what? Oh, yeah, we did oyster shoes. I had clam chowder for the first time oh, in my that's life. Right? Yeah, for the first time How in is my that life. Possible? And I it know. was, you know it what? Was, You're not gonna like clam chowder right, after that, it. I because... said that I was like, this is amazing, and I'm probably gonna hate clam chowder. But it's like, like a, it's like world renowned. The it, place that it opened wow. the door for me to clam chowder, and I feel like nothing, nothing else is gonna be as good. So yeah. it was like a awesome experience, but also. It's it was like a gateway drug, and I'm just gonna ruin my life with bad clam chowder. Mm-hmm. It was unbelievable. It was really really good. Yeah, but we were so we were doing the uh, oyster shooters, and uh, I always I never get distracted from food when I'm drinking. Like even if I'm drinking, drinking is just the thing you do so you can go home and order pizza after. You know, <laughs> um, I so I never am like nah f- fuck this food in front of me. I don't care about it. That was last night was like the first time we had ordered food we had sitting in front of us and all of us were like, let's just do more oyster shooters instead. (laughs) And I had like half my burger and then died and we stole a dog. Yeah. And it was a it was a successful trip. It was fucking great, though. Uh, Definitely the definitely smart for us that we 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 just it would have been wildly irresponsible for us to say it on a night. I think that next time we have to go, we have to do a night. Uh and then do cliff jumping, and then stay for, like, three more hours and just kind of ramp it, ramp up our dosage, get, like, build up to being able to spend <laughs> two days in a row. Two whole days with Vettelberg and not feel like we're going to die. He By also... Like 2035, you guys will be like, okay, to take a long weekend. <laughs> exactly. Like, every year, like, another hour. And he's going to be like, dude, I want to fucking hang out with you guys. You hang out with me, then do a podcast <laughs> talking about what it's like to hang out with me, you fucking creeps. He also, uh, the liquor store... Uh, <laughs> the uh, the everything that uh, the guy was pushing us on just sounded amazing. So Fighter was like, "Yes, let's get that. Let's get that. Let's get that." Uh, and this was at like nine thirty in the morning. This was very early. <laughs> uh, we didn't have any, but he got wine ice cream. The guy was what? like, "We've got this alcoholic ice cream. You want some wine ice cream?" And that we were incredible. like, "Yes." <laughs> um, that's what we, we should have done. That we should have uh, taken that to the uh, to the cliff. We should have. We should have taken that home. We should have taken at least one home. That would have been such a dick move. Like, thanks for the, thanks for (laughs) giving us place to crash, showing us a good time. We stole stole a dog. We can steal an ice cream. (laughs) That's true. Little ice cream container. Oh my god, wine ice cream. I bet it's fucking gross. (laughs) It has to be. It would have. It's either gross or amazing. There's no in between. What kind of wine? I mean, I I don't know. Think. uh, 
Uh, that's a good question. I think uh, the one of the boxes was red. So hmm. I think, yeah. I'd try it. Yeah. Uh, uh, we got reviews. Nice. Uh, we got new reviews. We hit 100. 100 ratings. 100 on reviews. iTunes. So. Views on 100. So go go there. Leave us a review. We'll read it on the podcast. Uh, which one did you say you want? You want to take that one first? You can take 69. Uh <laughs> Uh, one, zero three five stars. Congrats on the sex six nine six nine six nine six nine six nine. Uh, when I started listening, I was a zero bro who didn't want to embrace my gayer side. But after binging every episode, I became a three, and my life is so much better because of it. Definitely worth every minute of listening. That's a good review, right that's there. That's a good. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm glad that he got to three. Three is pretty good. That's that's kind of that's kind of where we want you. Right. That was that's that's like a tough thing to do is turn a zero into a three. Right. Um. Because not only is might he be mistaken for gay, people who think that he's gay are going to mistake him for straight at times. So, uh, so good for this guy. Three's three's good. That's the, that's equally that right. That's equally both. Yeah. There's no yep. predominance there. Yeah. Um, Congrats on the sex. Yeah. Uh, so Olson Raya four says uh, love the pod. But since you guys always use the phrase congrats on the sex, in the first episode of Curb, Larry David says congratulations on the intercourse to his buddy in the middle of a fight, and it was hilarious. Figured you'd like that little fact. Get your own podcast, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jesus. I love saying that. <laughs> what a dick. Uh, I think that's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling myself a dick, not Ryan. Oh, okay. Uh, I think th- those are the only two new ones, right? <laughs> Looks like it. Yeah, so, way to go! Can, uh, insulting the one of the two people that gave us f- five stars over the past week. Love you, Ryan. Uh, <laughs> War Dogs is out. It is. It is. And out. the reviews are out. Uh, and some of them are very bad. They are polarizing <laughs> as shit, which is incredible. So, <laughs> so we we saw the first review that we saw was in the car. Us up to driving Newport. down to Newport was Pete. Reading me reviews <laughs> of War Dogs, uh, and so we called it like the best movie that we've seen this year, and Definitely. I still stand by that. Yeah. Uh, but the the only movie the I've seen first, since then is Sausage the, Party. The so. first review that I saw of War Dogs was this is the worst movie of the year so far. Uh oh, and so we were like, oh shit, we're gonna look like we're gonna look terrible. Right? Was there something in that popcorn or? <laughs> uh, yeah. So they're super polarizing. It, we, I was going down the list reading like a. Uh, reading reviews from a bunch of different sites and it was literally like terrible amazing uh god awful fantastic and so it was it was ridiculous i've never seen i can't remember the last time that a movie got such polarizing reviews and uh quite frankly well this this isn't a take because this defines polarizing i disagree strongly with the people who think that it's bad i don't understand how you could <laughs> not, not love take. it that's, that's an opinion that's no, I'm saying that, like, I'm defining what polarizing okay. is. Thank you. Um, so I'm totally dug in on it being the best movie of the year, just because it doesn't have much competition. And also, I just think it's like really, really good. Like this is, I don't know what my top fifty movies are, but like this is maybe one of the top fifty movies I've seen. I like it a lot. Wow. Okay. Um, but there is. So there's not girls aren't in the movie. Yeah, there's one, <laughs> there's one woman in the movie. They were they were uh, snapping pics from the red carpet. And it was not a good look. It was <laughs> nothing but men there. So, but girls will girls will like it. I also but think that it, no I also think that it. it's a product of like the of the story. Like how many women are involved with the process of arms dealing, and right. also nobody's in the movie. 
Uh, right. There's it's, like, it's like there's, five people. There's two. There's yeah, yeah. Like there's four or five people, and only one of them is a woman. Uh, yeah. But like Bradley Cooper's barely in it. Um, the one woman though, Mwah. I don't uh, know who she yes. is, but she was gorgeous. Yes, mercy me. And it, like the thing is, is that she's Miles Teller's wife in the movie, and at the beginning of the movie, uh, they they're like in love the whole movie. Yeah, and, like she loves him, and at the beginning of the movie, he he's shit. like this loser. He yeah. he massages rich people, and like he has no money. He drives a shitty car, and she is a like a fifteen out of ten. Yeah, and I was like. There's no way that this girl should be that good looking and be in love with Miles T- this Miles Teller's character. Yeah, but I, if you cast one woman in a movie, you gotta go for it. Because I, I don't think that Miles Teller is. This is gonna be mean. I don't think that Miles Teller is civilian hot. Like if you saw Miles Teller walking down the street and he was on his way to grad school or whatever, you'd be like, oh, give a fuck. Right, about you, that you're guy. not gonna like stop and do a double take or anything. Right, like that. but like Miles Teller as a celebrity and. With all the shit he does and the way, like his bravado, you're like, that so he's he's suave. movie star hot. You well, know, he's he's like he's hot because he has confidence, and he right. has confidence because he's a fucking movie star. Yes, exactly. Uh, huge Miles Teller fan here. Uh, <laughs> Named a stolen dog after him. <laughs> was that right. Oh, um, so sixty three percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which really? is like pretty like like you guys are saying. If it's terrible, split it's going to be middle. like 18% or something. If it's awesome, it's going to be high. Yeah. So it's like split down the What's middle. What's high for Rotten Tomatoes? 80? They're like in the 90s. That's like awesome. Yeah. Yeah, in like 70s and 80s, but, you know, we'll get to it. There's some movies that are in the 80s that suck. Yeah. I think. Um, well, we should we talk <clears throat> about it now? One transition. of them is Sausage Party. Which had like 80-something percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I was so excited to I see wanted it. to like Sausage Party. Really did. So bad. Very bad movie. Like, aggressively bad. Uh, um, it was really bad. On the topic of... Uh, this is a deviation, but on the topic of Rotten Tomatoes, uh, the, the on-demand for uh, Xfinity has Rotten Tomatoes ratings yes. built into them now yep. when you like go through the on-demand listings. Do you like that or do you not like that? Because there are movies that I would watch that I don't watch because of the Rotten Tomatoes. Well, it's better rating. than their star rating because their star rating. The, well, you're the, like, the, who the cable the, fuck the came cable up like star ratings yeah. make no you're sense. Like, who the like, shit? Goodfellas is on TV and it's like three out of five stars. Yeah. It's like right. what, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know if I like the. I think they should take them off movies that are free. Because I don't want anybody to judge me. You know, like, I want to watch a shitty free movie sometimes, like Draft Day, which I'm sure, like, yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes was, like, 3%. Right. But, like, on a movie that's out that I can pay. Like, if you're going to pay money, that's, you, might, like you might want to. Because, I mean, like, I, I sometimes look at that on my phone anyway. Totally. But, like, yeah, if, if it's free, I like that. I like that. If it's free... You don't lose anything, so right. take it away. <laughs> I think that if there, they should, there should be like a golden thing. Uh, BM's not good, but like something that suggests uh, it's a bad movie, but it's one that you you can watch. Like We Are Your Friends, I would say, is like that. You can yeah. watch We Are Your Friends. It's not the best movie of all time because it's definitely a bad movie, but you can survive it. So I wish that they had those little things. Like uh, Two Night Stands, another one. I wish. I will say that like there are. I watched Green Room because of it. It had like a super high rating, oh. and I was like, I wouldn't watch that movie if it didn't have such a high rating. And that movie was awesome, and I enjoyed every second of it. I don't so. trust uh, reviews in general, though. Like, I mean, just some people are going to like it, and some people aren't. Well, it's kind of funny because they have uh, Rotten Tomatoes, and then they have I don't know what the other one is. I think it's Metacritic or Flickster, Some, yeah, one something of them, yeah. like that, and uh, and sometimes you look at it and they're side by side and they're very different ratings, so it's kind of weird. 
um, polarizing reviews. Yeah. Um, so my thing for Sausage Party, and everyone likes it. So this is the Jeff and I are the only people I know who said that blue. Uh, I, I think Jim Murray said it was bad. Yeah, also. he said it was hot, like a three out of ten. Yeah, um, and agree. friend of the podcast Dan Kagan said it was like the, th- the second or third best movie that he's seen this year. Yes, oh I got God. in a ba- so like we took we got in a spat on Twitter and then we took it off Twitter and we like <laughs> it, it was meet me in the fucking park. Right, honestly, <laughs> I was I was seriously ready to kick Dan's ass because or I was seriously ready to get my ass kicked over um, <laughs> over Sausage Party because. Dan and a lot of people have said this. They think it's they're like it was the jokes are very clever. No, it is no. The you exact said that it was low hanging fruit. It the is entire all time. low hanging fruit yep. the entire fucking time. The concept of the movie is outstanding, but that happens with a lot of bad movies. The yes. concept of the movie is the probably the most the highest product of marijuana that there yeah. has ever been a movie. Someone to was sitting in there like man. You ever realize you, food doesn't right. know what happens think, once they yeah. leave? Like get stoned and be like, "Oh, you think food knows if we kill it?" <laughs> Again, we need a drug consultant. Uh, if any, uh, so we've actually gotten some emails from from drug people who have answered some of our questions. Um, do you? What was my question going to be? Like, do you sit around saying things like, do, "Does that actually happen?" You smoke a lot of weed, and you're like, "Man, you ever Same think of this, stuff. or is this yes. like, uh, is, <laughs> does that happen?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, no comment, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on the sub on the subject of drugs, uh, the night of last week's smoking scene, yes, heroin, not crack. Oh, really? it was heroin. Yes, what? Jesus, Nas, Nas did it. <laughs> probably. Uh, also, what's uh, worse to do, on the heroin or crack? Uh, probably heroin. They say that heroin is like the last thing you should ever do. <laughs> yeah, Jeff. What's worse? Yeah, <laughs> let us know. You answered one question. <laughs> no comment. So, yeah. no, uh, I, I'm assuming heroin. I've never done heroin or crack, but I would <laughs> guess heroin. Yeah. Uh, uh, by the way, friend, I've just never heard a good heroin story before. <laughs> another friend of the podcast, uh, Jim Lyons, tipped us off to. So he got the Sinbad tattoos, and Sinbad the name meaning. Is like uh, it's like you're very emotional uh, and you you are very intense and you react in a, an extreme manner. Jeez. So that could be an insight into who Nas is. So That's not that would good. be something. Yeah. The more we find out about him, I'm kind of like fuck this guy. Like, right. I don't know, like yeah. But I mean, a lot of them. So you you can get crazy tattoos on a whim. And that doesn't make you a, a killer. Uh, Especially in prison. You can like, do what else Adderall. Do? Right. Yeah. You can do Adderall as a student and that doesn't make you a killer. I right. think that they very they did a very good job of initially setting him up because he's a tutor to think this kid is perfect. He's never done anything right, wrong. Right. So the second that we find out that he like is a casual fuck up, we're like, oh, then he definitely did it because he's not the perfect person. Mm-hmm. I think that there's a bit of a and that happens in like the media with high profile cases like this like they expose like one thing like like a slight fuck up that we all fucking have but if if like people are trying to figure out whether or not somebody did something right like one small thing sways public perception if i were this is bad if i were on a jury in that case and i saw him walk in and i saw that he got knuckle tattoos i'd be like okay he did it (laughs) probably Yeah. yeah it's like if you're gonna get a prison tattoo uh, do it where, if you're going to be on trial, yeah. do it where you can hide it with a suit. 
Right. It's like when Aaron Hernandez after he got, got the neck tattoo, like, right. like lifetime. He was, he was like, "Fuck like it, that. <laughs> Jesus." He was like, "Fuck it, I guess I'll get that neck tattoo that I wanted. I'm going to be in prison for the rest of my life anyway." Neck tattoos and knuckle tattoos are like the like final frontier. <laughs> right. I think like like that's like you okay. have nothing to lose. You know that. Uh, uh, tattoo artists are allowed to decline hand tattoo and neck tattoo requests. Really? They are. If you, so, if any of us walked into a tattoo uh, shop and said, "Hey, I want to get this thing on my neck," the tattoo artist would probably say, "I won't do that," because unless you have like sleeves or something, and they can tell that you're like crazy committed to tattoos, they don't want to ruin your life, right? They're, yeah, they're like, you're, "I'm not going to be the person that does this." And there was a lawsuit over it. This woman oh, wow. uh, went into, she tried to get a neck tattoo, and the guy was like, uh, "Do you have any other tattoos?" And she was like, "Nope." And he was like, "Okay, sorry, can't do it." And she was like, "Because I'm a woman." And he was like, "No, because you don't want this." Yeah. If you're, uh, you know, who could have used that. Uh, Barry Pachetsky from uh, Deadspin. Oh yeah, he has he, like a neck. He, he has like a like a little sun thing, like right here on his like Adam's apple kind yeah. of thing. And he he wrote a post about it a couple years ago. How about uh, it was like a spring break thing, and he Jeez. regrets it. Yeah. Wow. I saw. Uh, I'm not a tattoo guy, but I do like that show Ink Master. I don't know if you ever seen that show. I've but seen the commercials, but I never watched declined, it. Uh, there was one. They had to do face tattoos on people, and like Ugh. one dude just straight up declined to do it. Wow. Yeah, that that gives me the willies. Face tattoos, not for me. Probably not gonna do one. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you were you were talking about five minutes ago how you were scared to jump off a cliff. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm leaning against a, a face tattoo. Um, but uh, back to that was a Sausage. good little night of detour because we actually kind of shook out some more takes. Um, Sausage party. Uh, What's his face was the best part, um, even though he was part of a bad storyline. Uh, Edward Danny Norton. McBride? Oh, Edward Norton. Oh no, yes. so no. Actually, I take that back. Danny McBride, in the very short time he has in the movie, is the best part. And when his character comes in, I'm like, oh, thank God, because the, the the movie kind of lacked an energy in the beginning, which is very surprising. And I then agree. Danny McBride is hysterical the entire time, and I'm not saying like hysterically funny, like I'm like he's in hysterics. So you're like, okay, good. This gives it a bit of a jolt, and then spoiler, he dies. Yeah. So it opens with a song, and I was like, oh god, I'm not into this song. Yeah, like, the song. Like bad. I couldn't tell what was happening. It wasn't like like when South Park opened with a song for I their thought. movie. Like yeah. that was a surprise, and it was funny as hell. Yeah. This I was just like, okay. And then I think you guys talked about it. There's nothing worse than like when you're watching a movie you don't like and you're like, oh my God, I don't this like that. Realize, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's fuck, even I'm worse watching when a movie it's a I don't like. Because you're like, oh my God. Like this bad movies funny. you can deal with, but like yeah. this is not funny. And like Edward Norton's a great example. So, and it was one of the few times I laughed. They have like a bagel and a lavash, like pull off like a Middle Eastern Israeli thing and they're fighting for space. What a in their clever aisle. joke. Yeah. So I was like, I laughed because it was like, okay, this is going to take us into the next level of. Of like this joke, and it never got any further than that. They like, they sustained uh, what should have been quick jokes. Like Nick Nick Kroll was kind of funny yeah, in his first scene. So he's the douche, um, and like I don't know, you hear his voice or something, or he's acting up, and they're like, "Oh, the douche is here," and you're like, "Ah, oh, I get it, because he's a douche." And then that's like a third of the movie. Yeah, he's just him being a douche. Didn't Nick Kroll play uh, the douche in, in Parks and Parks Rec? And, Rec. and also yeah, yeah. He, his name was the douche. Yep. And it, it, I think it was you that said it. It's just exactly Bobby Bottle Service. Yeah, he's doing Bobby Bottle Service's character. Yeah. And then like the Native American like a liquor bottle. Yeah. Like, it's just the same. Like it wasn't like I like dumb movies, 
and this, but I like bad silly movies, movies even. and bad movies. Yeah. But this was like, just this like, is the end. Yeah, I like this is the right. end. Or like we we all like Pop Star, or like I don't know if you've seen MacGruber. Like those are Step Brothers. Those are yeah stupid movies, <laughs> bad movies. But they're <laughs> so funny because they like they're smart. Like they know that they're have stupid. To be really smart. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. This was like their ideas were like they had the idea that you know. Food could what food doesn't know it dies, and then they were like, "Wouldn't it be funny to have cartoons swear and have sex?" Like I think, right? And I was like, I actually funny. felt like a like a douche. Uh, I thought the end was really funny. It, I was it like, if this had out. happened earlier, <laughs> then maybe I would have given this more of a chance. But I was checked out by the time. It I, th- I think I had so enough ends, at that point, and I didn't. I was just like, whatever. It ends with uh, the all the food killing, right? Killing. All of the people in the store, yes. and then celebrating with like a s- nine-minute orgy, like uh, like descriptive <laughs> orgy, which is like uh, I guess like funny out of context. And the other thing I laughed about because it had a great trailer. Like I laughed again at the trailer, kind of like the Saving Private Ryan, where the flowers right. going. At, like, yeah, like, that's funny, but yeah. like that's kind of as far as it went. I thought maybe James Franco doing um, bath salts was kind of funny as well. Oh, that that's James Franco, right? Yeah. I told someone incorrectly yesterday that it was Paul Rudd. It was definitely James Franco. Yeah, it was. I think Paul Rudd was in it, and I don't know. It was like I love Paul those Rudd was guys. the store clerk. Yes, that's how I fucked it up. I was just like disappointed. Like I was, you know, when like your parents are like, "I'm not mad at you. I'm disappointed." <laughs> right. Like that's how I was just like. Oh, well, it's like when cast. you have a you, know, yeah, when you have like a cast, cast like that. We love all those dudes. I know, right. and so you automatically have high expectations. And you said the tra- like the trailer was awesome, like. It's kind of setting you up for disappointment. Yeah, I feel like if Joe Dickhead made that movie and it wasn't those guys, then you'd be like, ah, wasn't great, but it's good worth effort. checking out. Like, yeah. yeah, like, good effort. Yeah. I like, just, a I, thing that bummed me out was, like, did you guys see Keanu? No. I did, yeah. I didn't love I didn't it, like it. And, like, I was just like, all right, I guess, like, it's just, like, the joke is just it's over. Just, right. It's just, like, they... Like, you see the trailer, and, like, the funniest part of the movie is, like, in the trailer. Right. It's the concept of the movie. Yeah. Is the funniest part of that movie. I think trailers are getting out of control. I think there was some things recently. There are like, some uh, heavy trailer takes. Yeah, like like I, I'm not saying banned trailers, but like I literally and I am not being like joke being a, like joking. I saw a, a trailer that had a trailer for the trailer in the trailer. So it was for this movie uh holiday party or whatever. So this is what people one. say when they do drugs. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> They're like we should put a trailer before the trailer in the trailer. Um, no, it was for this like a uh, Christmas party or something, like another one of those like let's take a thing and make everyone swear and have sex and like it'll be a movie kind of like, you know, bad moms and all that shit, yeah. bad Santa. Um so before the trailer there was like a 10 second trailer of the trailer before it. It was out of control. Trailers have jumped the shark. Yeah. I like when trailers are like... So one of my favorite trailers of the past few years was American Sniper, where it was like... It was yeah. basically just, just like a, a scene. scene. A short yep. scene. Yeah. That's a... And yeah. That was intense. Right. And like, yep. And it's like, if that's what the whole movie is going to be like, I'm in on that movie. Yeah. The Social Network's a great trailer. Like, all David Fincher movies are generally like really good trailers. Um, but yeah, trailers have kind of... I think taking it to another level. I think the trailer for War Dogs should just be um, them drop like the scene where they drop off the guns, and yep. the guy says, "You d- you guys drove through the circle of death." And Miles Teller goes, "Circle of death, bro!" And they high five, and they should be like, <laughs> "If you think that this is nope. funny, then this is the movie." And <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Nobody would go see the movie based on, off that scene, though. 
Because it would just be like, they, yeah, this but, is the douchiest movie of all well, time. I think, so I think it's funny. So like having not seen it and liking the trailer and liking that scene, like now my concern with trailers, I'm going to be like, oh my God, that's the only good part of the movie. I'm worried that trailers are now showing the only good parts of movies. That, that's very true. That that's was definitely take. true for Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates. Like there were not a okay. lot of laugh out loud parts. Um, I don't even know if I would have laughed out loud at Push the Pop, to be honest. But really? that was the... Yeah. And we've talked about this in the past. I hate going to the movies and when people laugh at scenes that are in the trailer. It drives me crazy. I know. I'm like, where the it's fuck a, have you people been? Right. Like, like, it's, uh, like, it's like you came to the movie, so you, you've you definitely seen this before. <laughs> you just wander in here you by chose, accident. Like, right. Yeah. Something made you decide to see this movie. It was definitely the trailer. Right. I uh, like when the scenes from the trailer aren't even in the movie. Like, if it's a good comedy, a good enough comedy that they, like, don't even have ooh. that scene in the, the movie, that's that's what I dig. Yeah. I, um, I just think that Laughter is such a great thing, and to do it's so cheap to to waste laughs on shit that you're that it already got you before, you know. Man, sausage. I was just so mad. Like it was like the perfect day. It was the only thing I did all day. Like crowded movie, super lux. Like five Ooh. p.m. on a Saturday. You did super lux. Oh yeah. For, so you're yeah. a you're a uh, movie hours guy. Like you like, go to the movies when people go to the movies. Um, now I do. When I had a more awkward schedule, I would go in the morning. Like I used to love going solo movies. Oh, nothing beats it. Yeah, I, I don't know if I told you guys this, but the time I went to see a children's movie during school oh, vacation yeah. by accident. With oh, with sweatpants, yeah, with sweatpants on. on and like a heavy beard. Yeah, I went to see per- <laughs> Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief by <laughs> Why? myself. Why? I just love Greek mythology. I guess. I, I know I shouldn't tell this on a established baby fucking podcast, but. Uh, um yeah that was not my finest moment but yeah now like i have to see movies during normal hours but which sucks we're actually uh we changed uh our twitter bio to listen to brunch um it used to be the most tasteful podcast you know and definitely not now it's the bad boys (laughs) of podcasting and we were saying how no show or podcast or anything when it starts off knows what it is like Parks and Rec is the perfect example. Yep. Parks and Rec was just like a really shitty version of The Office. Oh yeah, it was and awful. just within like two three episodes, they were like, "Nope, we know what we're doing now," <laughs> yep. and fucking hit the ground running. Fortunately for us, we did even quicker than that. We were just like we were stars by maybe the second episode. But uh, we uh, Feidelberg was saying. We were like, oh, at the beginning, our thing was going to be like, we were going to talk about how things are tasteful and we were just going to play up how tasteful we are. <laughs> and Final Work was like, and then you became a baby fucking podcast. Yeah, did you guys delete it like in the first taping? Like, beats like in the Twitter account, like deleting the bio. I'm just glad I'm not on the Sloppy Nutrients episode. Oh, yeah. Sloppy oh. Nutrients is one of my favorite things to ever come out of this podcast. That's the, what uh, they should call oyster shooters. Yes. Wow. That's uh, I. I like it better when it's describing cum. <laughs> <laughs> you like things in general better when it has right. to do with like, like cum and yeah, like, bro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is such electric shave ad. Um, <laughs> so w- the reviews on the Mad Libs were so people like the episodes that we don't like. We didn't not like our last episode, but we thought we were like this is a lower quality than we usually do. So and people really liked that episode. Jeff said that I sounded tired and that was an astute observation because it was maybe the most tired that I've ever been in my entire life. Like I was trying to think of things mm-hmm. and 
I like there was just nothing happening in my head, and it was not doing me any favors. There's, there's like a level of t- like bachelor party tired, which is like a like your like brain doesn't work really anymore, it didn't and you're work. just like hanging out with guys, so you don't really have to communicate for a weekend, and it's just like you are an idiot. After <laughs> when you come back and like re-entering civilization, like doesn't yeah. work. You were you were bachelor party tired. You could that tell. I just came back from a bachelor party. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> okay, yeah. I was like that. Literally, I was bachelor party tired. Yeah. You were a fucking trooper though. Because you, your Mad Libs, <clears throat> so Pete, I said this on the episode, we found out that Pete is the best at uh, picking words for Mad Libs. He's really good. That's <laughs> that's not a skill that everybody has. I laughed out loud like multiple times like driving yesterday. Like We were, I was, I don't know how I even got through reading yours after because <laughs> like the, the first one that you did, that was maybe the hardest I've laughed on this podcast. It was just, and then like, you, uh, it was... You guys should make that the mainstay of, of brunch. Mad Libs. We, it was your idea that we should make uh, guests do a Mad Lib every time they come on. That yes. would be amazing. It's, I yeah. think that we have to follow through on that. I Yeah. And it, even if uh, guests are maybes and like they're kind of being hit or miss with us, we should be like, well, can you just come on and do a quick Mad Lib? <laughs> so yeah. like Connie, did, did we ever say that Connie Britton was uh, was in talks for the brunch yeah. or for uh, the Friday I'm not Lights sure. Week? But she was All right, for so Friday she Night w- Week. She Friday was like uh, the big fish that we kind of had for a minute. And we were really excited about it. And it was just like a lot of check back with us. We'll do this and blah, blah. And it just never happened. But we're, we're at least kind of in her good graces. We should be like, okay, do a, just do a Mad Lib. That's all Well, I it's want. great. Like, there's no way, like, if I participated in a Mad Lib where I wouldn't want to, like, be engaged to find out like what I was creating towards the end. Mm-hmm. So and right. then like then you're laughing and then you're 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 in. Like it's a great you know, icebreaker. Yeah. Oh, totally. That would be that so that would be a boss move to start off interviews oh, with yeah. Mad Libs. Um but the thing is you'd have to tell them going into it because you don't want a uh you don't want to I don't know what an adverb is. Situation. Well I, I want to hear what celebrities don't know what adverbs and adjectives are. Like that's Ooh, what I want to you know find out do? secretly. We should we should get Darren on and we should do mad libs with him and then when he says so we'll be like, uh, adjective and he's like funny. We should be like, That's a verb, Darren and see if he's like, Oh whoops sir <laughs> Just like see if we can trick people into thinking they don't know what parts well, of the I didn't know are. what an adverb was. Uh, but you were bachelor party tired. You have an excuse. Yeah, like I would bet like a thousand dollars that Sinbad doesn't know what an adverb is. <laughs> He's got away with words though. <laughs> um, we got an email by the way. Uh, it's hot sports take. Yeah. Ooh. A recurring segment. Uh, what type of date would Phil Kessel have to take you on for you to give it up? Magic carpet ride. <laughs> uh, he would definitely have to pay. For everything. That's it. <laughs> for everything. Um, it would have to be like uh, a fun. It would have to be a fun day. Like it would have to be like bowling, or and bowling and drinks, and then I, w- I would maybe say, I maybe fa- next time. <laughs> <laughs> third so, date. <laughs> yeah. What third date would Phil Castle have to take you on? I, I have I I've heard of an acquaintance that had gone on a date with him and said he was very boring, which is completely unsurprising. <laughs> Shocker. They said that uh, he wasn't he wasn't tough enough. He yeah, no he, grit. Had, he didn't have enough grit. <laughs> he had no but grit. you know, yeah. So I'll say this: uh, the answer is probably any type of date he wants, because all Phil Kessel can do is score. Ooh. So Nailed it. Well, <laughs> nice little hot sports take on Phil Kessel. Poor Phil Kessel, man. 
He's Stanley Cup champion. I'm so glad he won the Stanley Cup. Yeah, you don't even. Uh, Poor millionaire, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. champion Phil Kessel, who people like, sometimes call chubby. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of sausage party, kind of, and speaking of Nick Kroll, yeah, you told me so. I we were commiserating over sausage party, and I was like, you 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 tweeted, well, that sucked, <laughs> and yeah. I, I I took it off Twitter, and I was like, feel you, man, that was not a good movie, and you were like, cheer up, watch uh, this movie, Joshy. And I did. Man, oh, man. It was for me. It was was great. Yeah. My wife and I were like so depressed like when we came back from Sausage Party because that was like our thing we were going to do. And we had both heard about Joshy, which is like every single comedian like we love and you guys love like Nick Kroll, Thomas Middleditch, Adam Pally, like all these great people, Jake Johnson. And like it was so funny. Brett Gelman. It was definitely for and no spoilers, but like. For a movie that has a very dark concept, was like really funny to watch. I yes, thought. it was. Uh, it was definitely dark, but it doesn't feel dark throughout the movie. Like no. once you understand the premise of it, so I guess it's not a spoiler alert. So it's about a bachelor party uh, that fall. So a, a guy's wife or fiance kills herself, and they'd already planned the bachelor party, so they just do the bachelor party anyway. Yeah. Um, and so, like, once you get past that they're doing that, it's kind of all good. Yeah, and it was just, like, you could tell it was, like, very improv-heavy and, like, very, it was just, like, really fun. I, I really liked I it. I will say, uh, on the subject of trailers, I haven't seen the movie, but I have seen the trailer. Uh, the trailer is terrible. Yeah. It was, so it's, it's a very bad trailer. I think it would qualify as a movie that maybe maybe it's a bad movie, but it's a movie that I like. Yeah, I, I, it definitely had some, like, faults but i would like especially in the the state i was in after being disappointed by sausage party it was great they do like one of these tricks too where they um the trailer might do this where they list like everybody in the cast and they're like you know like thomas middleditch brett gelman blah 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 and then they're like jake johnson lauren graham lauren graham is in it for conservatively 15 seconds right. like she like they arrive to the bachelor party place and she just like walks out the door no. and that's it. <laughs> right they're like awesome. she's just like oh yeah see you later yeah like, and that's it like and i was like all right that's cool you can tell like they just got paid like you know 850 an hour to like right. hang out at a house in ojai for like a few hours same with uh arby plaza yeah oh so yeah she, i forgot she was in it she's uh so jenny slate is like the Who lead rules. female in it and i am quickly Fallen for Jenny Slate, you huge have to fan. Take, uh, she's Chris col- Evans. She's dating Chris Evans now, Captain America. No, like honestly, not like I think that she's definitely sexy, but like not almost in like a Pete towards Taylor kind of way. Or just like I just love all of your stuff. Yes, you <laughs> yeah. also happen to be a gorgeous woman, but let's talk about how amazing I can respect that. your shit is. Um, but uh, <laughs> so she tries to set up uh, Alex Ross Perry's character, and he's the best part of the movie. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, she's like. I have a, I have a, uh, what did you say? She's like, I got a cute friend. She's nice. She's not, she's actually not nice, but yeah, she, yeah. she's cute. And it's Aubrey Plaza and she's so fucking mean to it's, him. It's, it's really good. And I don't know if you guys ever watched the FX show Married, uh, which was also very good, but it's got a, like a similar vibe, like Paul Reiser, Is Jenny that, Slate. Oh, um, it was with Nat, Fa- there, cause there was Marry Me and okay. then Married, which was like a little bit darker. Who's the, what's the one with uh I forget her name. Casey Wilson? No, the uh The redhead? No, the girl that's in she has a book actually called like The Girl That's in Everything or something. It, that's Married like, you're thinking of and uh Judy Greer. Judy Greer from Arrested Development and Archer Who and every, rules. Like everything. Yeah. Uh 27 dresses. 27 dresses. She's yep. very she's very good in that. Um 
But uh, yeah, I would definitely recommend Joshi. I'm I'm eager to see what what you think about it. I'm gonna watch it tonight. Yeah, it's so that that's a good decompressing from all the final fun. Yeah, final (laughs) fun. Yeah. Um, I so what's I'm I'm not I'm a bit of like a comedy uh, ignoramus. Mm -hmm. What's Alex Ross Perry's deal? So I only my my wife had looked this up because she thought he looked familiar. I think he's part of I think he's a writer director, um, and I think he's part of like. I don't know if he's in like Lena Dunham's like crew, but I think he was oh, in wow. that, that tiny furniture movie that um, yes, she yes, made. I saw, yeah, um, that's all I know him from. But I was like, he was like one of those people with these weird deliveries that you're like, yes. I'd watch anything with you. Yes. Like, you're really weird. He's amazing. His mannerisms are so like he he, he just does a scene where he's on the phone with uh, his ex-girlfriend yeah, it's just and great. he's trying to force a fight where you can tell she doesn't even want to talk to him at all. She's just so indifferent and <laughs> he just like plays that person so fucking well. Yeah, he reminds me a little bit of like and picture this like if Jason Schwartzman was like even nerdier and like more neurotic <laughs> right. like, kind of. Yeah, he was uh, yeah, he was hilarious and I go back and forth on Nick Kroll like crazy. Same. In fact, I generally lean not a fan of Nick Kroll. Uh, he was outstanding. In this he was movie. great. I love him on podcasts. I, I don't like the league. Um, I love the Kroll show, but he was so funny on. This. I liked Kroll show for a minute. That was kind of that was kind of hit or miss for me. But um, the league. I think we've discussed this. I loved the league for like three seasons and then just stopped watching. Yeah. like an idiot. And I don't know if it's good or bad. I heard or that it got now. very bad. Yeah, I, I didn't see it. Once that guy lied about how he was in 9-11. That's <laughs> so not a, like, job. not a good look. <laughs> I was like, That's, I'm going to cancel this DVR recording real quick. <laughs> and he, hadn't, he had just done a bunch of media things, too. Like I think he had just like, been he on. He went like, in on it. He never. He didn't just like drop no. drop it one time. He like That's was in so on being a 9-11 survivor. Like, it started his career, I right. think. That is so fucked. Yeah, he had. I had seen him on. I think, I think he was on Kay Nolan's podcast like a week earlier, and then <laughs> I saw that like a week later. I was like, "Oh, this guy's in the news again. He's keeping busy." What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> that is such a terrible thing and like unnecessary. Like you are a psychopath if you right? lie about yeah. being a nine eleven yeah. survivor. Like you cannot recall. Like there's no way. Like there's, there's no, no way. You, there's no excuse or like yeah. way that you can play that off. You just have to be like, I'm a terrible person, right? Like I was talking to. Uh, I'm obviously not comparing the things that they did, but one of my friends uh, who's a big Cosby Show fan asked me if um, I'd been able to watch Cosby Show yet since, and because normally I like I won't go a month without seeing at least an episode of the Cosby Show, and I was like, I know that there are bad people who do music and bad people like. I cannot look at Bill Cosby right now. No, you, don't yeah. look, you don't have to look at the person when you listen to music. Like maybe that's, that's that, maybe that's like a, an element to it. Like you don't have to look at R. Kelly when you listen to an R. Kelly right. song. Yeah, uh, and it's like Bill Cosby. Like the Cosby Show is like in his voice, and you're like, this dude is fucked right. up too. Like, and, right. and it's also about like family, family values, values and yeah. things like that. Oh, now I'm sad all over again. Well, you, we talked about in the Lena Waithe podcast that you were not going to like. I was adamant. I was like, I'm going going to to lock up the Cosby show. Right, exactly. I was like, I'm going to fuck Bill Cosby, but he gave us the Cosby show, and the Cosby show is ours now. It's obviously his, but it's cultures. And we're being, like, quite frankly, we're being racist if we will listen to the Beatles and we won't watch the Cosby show. Because, again, John John Lennon just loved beating up girls. Um, So, yeah, but for now, like, I haven't been able to, to go back. To, to the Cosby show. 
the Cosby Show in the league the first time those have ever been. <laughs> right. Oh my god! Yeah, I was gonna say and. Man, our, it's funny, our conversation about uh, Joshi wasn't dark, and yeah. then we found a way to bring up yeah. two comedies and make it dark as fuck. Um, so that concludes the Cosby Show portion <laughs> of this. Um, <laughs> fucking hell, what's new with you, Jeff? <laughs> you went to Milwaukee. I did. I, I was saying it'd be a really cool, like, bachelor party city. It's, like, just uh, meat, beer, cheese. Like, it's so, like, it's such, like, an unhealthy city. Like, I felt, like, very much, like in like like in good shape there which i don't think i am but like <laughs> like i got a cup of coffee and they were like do you want any cream with that and i was like do you have any milk and it was like i was like asked them like to pour some like <laughs> soda in it or they were like whoa <laughs> but it was like you know i had a bloody mary that legitimately had a bacon cheeseburger like wedged into it i had um at that's the a di- diabolical decision yeah. yeah, on the part because like, if you're drinking a Bloody Mary, isn't usually to get over a hangover. Isn't that why people drink Bloody Marys? That's I've never, true. never had a Bloody Mary. In my life. I, I like the te- like I just like them now. Like, but I guess Milwaukee, their thing is like Bloody Marys. I guess like that. And if you go anywhere, they have like I had one at Miller Park. We went to a Brewers game, and it was amazing. And it was just like crazy. It had wow. two pickles in it. <laughs> it was just Jeez. like just seems like preposterous. So but like the thinking- idea of a Bloody Mary is just so ridiculous to me. It's like all the things that I n- never want to eat just thrown into a drink. Uh, so why would the cheeseburger be bad for the Bloody Mary, though? I didn't follow Because that. if you're hungover, yeah. there's a lot of the times you're not trying to eat like a fucking Oh, like you don't want to eat. I yeah, uh, that's true, which we did that right after uh, Feidelberg. Uh, yeah, yeah what'd you, what you guys eat this morning? Uh, cheeseburger. He had cheeseburger, cheeseburger sub. sub at 9.30. I had a full Italian Which sub. Which cheeseburger sub, oh to God. people who <laughs> don't know what it is, so they ask, what size do you want? And you say, <laughs> if you eat a large, I've never seen what a large cheeseburger sub is, because a small cheeseburger sub is basically like five cheeseburgers. It's just, it's disgusting. It's just like, like a long, like you know what the size of a cheeseburger is, just like stack like six next to each other, and that's all a cheeseburger sub is. It's that much bread, it's definitely that much cheeseburger, it's unbelievable the yeah, amount of shit. There's no such thing as a small, you know what a small cheeseburger sub is? Uh, it's a cheeseburger. A cheeseburger. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, so, but that's Feidelberg's diet. He gets up in the morning, has a cheeseburger sub, and he, it's a good point. It's like going out to breakfast. You don't have to think about food the rest of the day. If it's you, true, yeah. Although, you know what? Pete and I yep. cheat a little bit. We stopped off for some Dunks hashies on the way Ooh, back. Ju- did you guys just get hash browns? Yes. Yeah, we got iced wow. coffee and hash browns. Hash browns are underrated, and uh, Dunkin' Donuts... Has underrated hash browns. So I think they're very good. I yes. think that Dunkin' Donuts hash browns. We we discussed uh, movies that are bad, but you like them because they're great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that's how I would categorize uh, Dunkin' Donuts hash browns. They're so inconsistent. Yeah, they season soggy. the no, fuck out of them. So, Sometimes so, they're soggy. So, Most they were of the time very they crunchy at this Ooh, one. Like yeah. in the Rhode Island, the Rhode Island they Dunkin' do Donuts, right. not a fucking do we it. Said, so when we order after we ordered them, we just we had the, this exact conversation about. Um, like the consistency of the the hash browns there, and first of all, they're always they're made to order, so they are a billion degrees every right. time they're served. Like you never, they're never like room temperature. They're never like no. fries. Which I like the way they're prepared, but they should have a fly, uh, like a fryerator. They should just have them sitting in there, and then you can give them. But yeah, so we had to wait nine minutes because they were so hot, <laughs> and then uh, Pete jumps into them and he was like. Dude, these aren't soggy. 
They're wow. crispy. It was, it was so a revelation. Good. I wish they would change the color of the bag because they have, like, it's all these brown. You can just oh, see yeah, the grease see on it. All and the just, grease. Like, I, like, Dunks, like, I know I'm doing right. something bad. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. I'm getting, like, hash browns with, like, a big and toasty or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah. I know I've made some decisions. You know what's fucked? So, like, I don't need it thrown back in my face. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know what's fucked? Uh, a big and toasty is not as bad as, like, uh, a sausage, egg, and cheese. Really? Yeah. Or, like, as uh, as any of their sandwiches if you get it on a croissant. Huh. Like, basically, a croissant is the last thing you should put in your body, which sucks because so croissants good. rule. I used to be a huge bacon, egg, and not cheese a on guy. a croissant guy. I love that. Oh, and it just falls apart as you're put into your face. <laughs> so you, you use it as an excuse, like, i got to eat it quickly. It doesn't make any sense. But so fucking good. Here's I tried a- their burrito. By the did you guys try their burrito? The Dunkin's burrito, yeah. breakfast burrito. Yeah, no. it was it was like the sausage like DD burrito. It was and it was like a limited edition menu. So like it was like I felt really bad. It was after a wedding. I was very hungover, um, but it was it was good. I've never had a breakfast burrito. Uh, I've had one breakfast burrito in my life. I'm not a big. Uh, nice. Uh, I'm not a big uh, breakfast burrito guy. I like my breakfast spread uh that's so i'm a big breakfast sandwich guy but i always have some, I'm, i eat a lot um i always have like some fruit going on or okay. something else on the plate because i because your take is right pete you need to have you like you need to breakfast be like is all right what do we do here? presentation as yeah. it is anything yeah and has this the first time brunch has ever been discussed on brunch yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> might be i what, well what's your brunch strategy i think we're all like on the same team but like i am like savory like eggs bacon cheese yeah. potatoes oh yeah and then like i need my three beverages i need water coffee and bloody mary so I'm, uh, I'm water coffee uh oh no i'm usually orange juice coffee and then maybe uh, like a mimosa. I was okay. going to say I'm more team mimosa. And if I'm not doing a mimosa, I'm just doing beer. No, I like that. And well, so I think uh, like I'll go out to people, brunch with people and they'll do um, like sweet, like waffles and pancakes and things like that, which I straight. I, so here's what I like to do. I like to get the essentials, which is, you know, uh, bacon, eggs yeah. and whatever else. Uh and then I like to do like one specialty item, which is like uh, cinnamon toast crunch, uh, French toast or whatever. Right? Yeah. If yep. so, that's I, I completely agree. Um, if you're, you need to cover your bases. You need to have the bacon and the eggs. Uh, when people go out to breakfast and just have pancakes, I'm like, it's what the fuck, dude? That. You didn't, you didn't do anything. <laughs> right. You yes. didn't, you didn't have anything. You didn't put You're anything. Doing this re- wrong, right? You didn't put anything real in your body. And for as much as like, I, uh, over the course of this podcast, you guys have seen me turn into a fucking ice cream junkie. Um, <laughs> I eat shit with no nutrients all the time. But when I'm having a meal, like if I am very, very conscious about, like, all right, I need to get protein. I need to put this in my body. I need to put that in my body. If you have What's the? F- this is people are gonna hate this. What's the fucking point of pancakes? If that's I, all you're I'm gonna not do, a pancakes I'm not guy. a pancake guy. I'm not a waffle guy. Like, meh. you French know what? Toast, the mo- I like know, what my mom makes. You know what it, the most like, disgusting thing in the world is? What a McGriddle. Oh, yeah. wrong. Oh. I love a McGriddle. McGriddles are disgusting. Is that oh. the one that has is like the pancake syrup? syrup in yes. It? Ooh, I've actually made homemade McGriddles before. <laughs> that is disgusting. Yeah. What do you think the? Uh, I was going to ask this actually before. Uh, what do you think the best and worst thing on the menu at McDonald's is? 
Ooh, uh, the best thing on the menu, and I'm going to preface this by doing one of those, no, nah, I haven't been to McDonald's in a million years things, <laughs> but like I, I actually haven't. Um, but uh, definitely uh, quarter pounder with cheese is the best thing. That's a good menu. thing. I am going, this might be a hot take, but I think that the uh, hash browns at McDonald's is oh, the best yeah, thing Oh, yeah, that's the great. Menu. I was going to say fries or something like that. Yeah. yeah. I think the hash browns are the best, and the McGriddle is the worst. Uh, remember when they redid their uh, their chicken fingers and made? Uh, or, so they still have nuggets, I think. But then chicken they selects? started making chicken selects. Those were dope. Those were crazy good. Those were you know what those were? Those were sporting event chicken fingers. Right. Ooh, that's yeah. exactly what they were, and they were fucking ridiculously expensive for McDonald's. Right. You get like three of them, and it was like seven bucks. You have to choose <laughs> a three or a five piece, and you're like, motherfucker, this is McDonald's. You <laughs> right. like, you give me everything. It's, right. <laughs> it, don't ask me that. Just give me the right. most it's available. Assumed, right. It's assumed that I'm getting the most thing. Um, do you guys remember when? Uh, and it might be because I'm older. Do you guys remember when they had uh, fajitas at McDonald's? No, no they not. were actually like in your discussion about like food that's like kind of, like hash browns at McDonald's, kind of like a or dunks, like, just, right. like a weird thing. You know they're not it great, but they're amazing. Ama- like when I was a kid, like it was probably like my first taste of Mexican food was like <laughs> oh. a, like a fajita at McDonald's, and it was fucking awesome. Like I don't know if they make them anymore now. If I had one, I'd probably die. But they were so good. Yeah, I actually I think that the McGriddle is really really great. Um, <sighs> I'm a big breakfast sandwich guy, and I like to, I like to get weird. Also underrated, um, McFlurries. McFlurries are good. Yeah, yeah. Like you never think to go to McDonald's for a fucking McFlurry, but those are worth every penny. Uh, observation: I had in Rhode Island, so one of the exit signs off of ninety five uh, for food, or not the not exit signs, one of the the food signs. Uh, it's like food exit like thirty or whatever. Uh, Wendy's. Wendy's and the only things that it had off that exit were two Wendy's That's awesome. and then from there I realized like when we were driving home Rhode Island is nothing but Wendy's they're just like I'm not saying like it's nothing but state. Wendy's for fast food I'm just saying in general like <laughs> there's no libraries it's, it's so, just, like in, so like in Friday Night Lights all they had was Applebee's right uh, and in Rhode Island all they have is Wendy's they have yes they just like but they have multiple there's there's tons Wendy's is great I would rank that number one really yeah Wendy's yeah that's that's so Burger King's definitely the worst uh that's tr- sometimes I, it has its play like I, I was a Burger King guy for a long time um like way way more so than McDonald's, but I would say if I have to eat fast food right now, I'm definitely I'm picking McDonald's. I uh, pick McDonald's and then Wendy's. That's a toughie. Yeah, I, I lean I lean Wendy's, but in the in the way that P, that quote unquote Beatles fans say George is the best. It's like I say Wendy's and you say you don't mean that. You're like you're just you just don't want to pick john or paul like if if you really sit down and think about it and weigh all of the menu items at wendy's and mcdonald's like mcdonald's a million times fucking better I'm i sure. will say i think that my favorite fast food menu that item was my is, next thing uh the crispy chicken sandwich the at spicy wendy's. chicken sandwich yes yes spicy spicy but it's crispy yes yeah. right it is crispy af i was gonna say they might have been like the first like 99 cent menu the 99 cent bacon cheeseburger junior bacon cheeseburger right. or something oh, right. like that yeah, yeah. That pretty clutch. they have a dope ass dollar menu they, yeah, they have the best dollar money. They're actually they're um they have like a just a a real ass double cheeseburger like you know, like a, a quarter pounder with cheese 
that's like McDonald's version of if you walk in and you're like, hi, I'm an adult and I need a burger. They're like, okay, here's a quarter pounder with cheese. Like, we won't give you the things that we call a call a burger. Um, Wendy's version of that kind of it's just like a double cheeseburger, but it's like uh, it's for for dudes who shave and stuff. And I want to go to Wendy's so bad right now. Like, I'm so hungry. We, uh, I'm actually pretty hungry too. We, Same. Let's take the show on the road. Uh, we uh, we both went to the same movie. Uh, one to, no, it was, no, we saw different uh, showings, but we both went in Burlington, and on the way back, we both got. Oh Wendy's. yeah, that was weird as fuck. Yeah, um, and I'm yeah, like I'm, I'm not a, a big fast food guy, but every now and then Wendy's. Big you ever hit it up across from Restuccia? Uh, no, no, that's uh, Sonic. Sonic, yes. So I I used to do that. I used to go to Sonic a lot because I was like, how often are you going to be at Sonic? There's no, there are no Sonics anywhere. It's like every day, dickhead. You work there. <laughs> you are there every day. Um, Sonic's okay. It's not great. Um, they do tater tots instead of fries. Am I right? Yes, they do tots. Those are good. Respect and that uh, uh, that's uh, yeah, that's if, clutch. And the uh, the barbecue burger, which. I honestly might be 50-50, like, how often do you get a regular burger versus a barbecue burger? Um, I'm a big fan of barbecue burgers. I, if there's the option, I always get barbecue burgers. It's Ooh. it's so good. But their barbecue burger comes on Texas toast. So, wow. like, nice little big and toasty action. And that's delicious. Um, I'm sh- I should bring this up while we're talking about breakfast foods and everything. Um, if you're going to do, like, a sausage, egg, and cheese on a croissant or something at Dunkin' Donuts... Feidelberg actually is correct. You're better off just getting the the cheeseburger and being like, "All right, like you're here." I am. Yeah, because a, a breakfast sandwich obviously is. Yeah, I feel like Dunk's uses healthy. that like fake chemical bread too, so it's like probably not. Yeah, right. Dunk's food is using. disgusting. Their sausage, egg, and cheese is. I used to call it a death pack. Uh, <laughs> I would um, like if I was crashing at a friend's house or something at a party or whatever. When I would drive back in the morning. I would get what I called a death pack, and it was a large iced coffee, uh, sausage, egg, and cheese, and uh, tots. And I would this was Jesus. this was back like this was back uh, before I took my coffee black. So I would get like cream and all that shit, and I would just like be dead when I got back. Just a fucking glutton for punishment. Are you guys Taco Bell guys? I have never had Taco Bell in my life. I've been once. I'm such a so I'm saying like I had never been since college, and I like because the commercials are great. And I was like, I've never been to Taco Bell before. And like before I knew it, like my sweet mate, like we were like in line at a drive thru and saying like, eh, I don't get the big it's, deal. It's like dog food. <laughs> it's well, it's low quality food. But yeah. again, if you're eating at McDonald's, like right. it's, you're not doing much better. But Taco Bell people are like fucking serious about they, loving Taco Bell. Oh, so, like, yeah. McDonald's so people, when, like right. there are no McDonald's no one's, people. Yeah. <laughs> no right. one's trying yeah. to like sell you on McDonald's. That's such a good point. That is a very good point because every time that I say that I've never been to Taco Bell, people get fucking pissed. Yeah, the like, only oh, time you gotta I, go. The only time I went to Taco Bell, I was like drinking. Uh, like I was. Uh, I don't know if it would qualify as a party, but I was kind of at a gathering where people were drinking and uh most of us were pretty drunk and uh one of them was like favorite taco bell menu item dj go and i was like never been and he was like and then you got sober? your ass kicked we're going right <laughs> and then i got the shit kicked out of me yeah taco bell people are like uh if you don't like taco bell they're like fuck you like, yeah, like what, so what's wrong with it. you <laughs> go fuck yourself and you're like well i don't like mcdonald's and they're like all right 
You're like, oh, no, I actually, <laughs> actually have like a, a gluten allergy and like the, the, the wraps like, yeah, that you use. Really like, no! <laughs> I'm going to dick. kill you people with a knife! <laughs> yeah, and I don't know. Like, people are super aggressive about like where they like Mexican food. Like, Chipotle people, Qdoba people. Right. Like, they're very like, and they'll fucking Territorial. freak out. Like, it's ridiculous. I think I've been to Qdoba once. No, well, no, I've been to Bo Loco once and I was like, nah. And I'm I, strictly are, Chipotle. I'm so I'm Anna's in Chipotle, but Chipotle I will say pound for pound. Sometimes it's as good as Anna's, and sometimes it's better. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, I, I think Chipotle's fucking great. I don't know how this turned into a food podcast. I don't know because we've said we're all very very hungry right now. <laughs> it's true. What's the best bite of the burrito? The best bite of the burrito is. Ah oh, man, that's that's tough. I think like the entire middle. Okay, I, I like the last. Really? Yes. That, that that was that was mine. I think that that's a very good bite, uh, but a lot of the times it's when, at least when I eat it, it's like just rice. Okay. Oh, really? It's like yeah, because a lot of times the the meat falls out or whatever. Like some, it's a hit or miss. But the entire middle of a burrito is great. The worst is the first bite, obviously, because yeah. it's all it's just it's all wrap. Yeah. You get a little foil in it by accident, <laughs> yeah. like. Uh, fellas, I think you know where this is going. Pete, what's your order? Uh, what? What's your burrito at Chipotle? My burrito is a steak burrito uh, with fajitas. Uh, that's the, that's a very off to a very good start. Yes, and uh, I do no beans, uh, and then um, what kind of hot, rice? Hot sauce, brown rice, brown rice, hot sauce, uh, lettuce, tomato, uh, and cheese. No, not lettuce. Is it lettuce and tomato? Maybe lettuce, tomato, cheese, and then I'm done. So uh, very, very creepily, eerily similar to mine. But uh, so brown rice, uh, fajita veggies. Uh, I go carnitas, uh, no beans. Mm-hmm. And I do, I'll either do carnitas or I'll do half and half carnitas and steak. And then I'll do um, the garden salsa and the hot sauce. Ooh. And it is, and then I just say toss some cheese on there and get the fuck out of there. And I, I purposely try to not get a million things in there because you don't want it to be huge. But yeah, it's awesome. I do chicken, like white rice, black beans. So we're we're a little very different. So you, you do like different. an authentic actual burrito. I yeah. will tell you, I uh, this will probably make people mad because I know that people say that it's amazing, but I don't understand the concept of a burrito bowl. I don't oh no, get it. burrito bowls are good. They're good, but you lose like like I like holding the burrito and I like eating it, and it's there is like, no better fucking feeling than pecking away at a burrito. Right. You feel like, you feel like, such a, like <laughs> this is this is like so outside of everything this podcast is about. But when you eat a burrito, you feel like a fucking man. It's like throwing a Nerf howler. You're <laughs> right. just like oh, strong. I think there's a reason that why every single culture has a food like wrapped in something. They're like dumplings, like empanadas, burritos, ravioli, knishes, like. Uh, uh, samosas, and I think like containing uh, like just, good food in something, and then putting it like all in your mouth is awesome. It's yes, amazing. I, I think there's a reason why we all have that, and it's I I agree. There's something you lose with a burrito bowl. So my thing sure. is, if you're going to do a burrito bowl, I did those for a while. Um, if you're going to do those, just do a salad. And the, the salads at Chipotle, that's that's my favorite salad in the world. The salads at Chipotle, uh, I'm not a salad dressing guy. Uh, that is... I under, you, you revealed that weird. today, and it, it, that is I a understand. serial killer. That is... That is like, we throw killer cereal killer out there a lot. I understand. That you is eat a dry salad, and you... So what do you... You get chicken, 
croutons and like lettuce. Yeah, that is the driest salad of all time. That is disgusting. It's not very good. Like the the juices from the chicken. Sometimes you got to hope. Like if if it's Jesus. if you got some dry chicken going, you're it's not going to be a fun time. You're gonna have to like. Just drink a lot of water because that's where your moisture is coming from. Um, oh my god! Get, do you not like dressing? I don't like. Yeah, it's it's obviously a taste thing. I I feel like put ice cream. I feel like you eating a salad. You would have to like approach it like professional eaters eat like hot dogs, <laughs> where you're just like shoving it in your mouth and then just drinking at the same time. Yeah, I um I actually will. I make uh, some sort of variety of the chipotle salad. So when I make a salad, I do. I'll do lettuce. Uh, I'll I'll cut up some uh, onions and peppers, saute those, uh, throw them on there. Throw some chicken on there. A little bit of a little bit of salsa that gives it that that serves as its dressing. Okay, that's dressing. Yeah, but it's not like I'm not using salad dressing. But um, that's only like the last two three years. When I was in college, I legitimately I would go to the dining hall with my like ten thousand chicken fingers and slices of pizza. I would have a bowl. With Dry croutons salad. and chicken, and I would shake it up so the cru- so at least the salt would get on the. Uh, oh my god! Yeah, I used to do that as a kid. Dry salad, but kids are fucking stupid. Right, you weren't smart <laughs> right. enough to be an adult yet. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, that's a really fucking weird thing, and. Yeah, I actually, I, I've never heard anyone be like, I also hate salad dressing. <laughs> yeah, right. everyone likes. Nobody's going to agree with you on that take. Everyone likes island. salad dressing, and everyone likes Chinese food. And I'm not a Chinese food guy. I know that I'm wrong. And I know so that my taste buds are broken. I do. I do cereal dry. Uh, and I like that. Yeah, and so like there, there are dry cereal people. And there are no dry salad people. <laughs> so I do cereal dry in like a sad way. Like I just. I walk up to the box and just like take it out with my the hand. handful, yeah. And then yeah, I, yeah. I pour it in a bowl and I, I eat it dry. With a spoon? Yes. So they, I think that's weird. Um, I don't think that's weird. I, I'm i interested to there hear the responses. There are good cereals that stand alone without milk. Uh, yeah. Um, I love, so I, I don't know if I've revealed this, I can't eat cereal. It's, or I can't have it in the house. Because you'll eat it all. I, mm. I'm sure that a lot of people do this, but I actually will eat an entire box in one sitting. Like we've discussed this. I'm an Alzheimer's eater. Um, people with Alzheimer's is very sad. They eat and they forget that they ate, so oh, they God. eat again. And like they, so you just keep eating, and like they're not realizing. Like I'm full. Why? I do that. I'll eat some food, and then I'll be like, oh. Look, the game's on, and then I'll turn back and be like, "Ah, oh, food," and I'll just continue <laughs> to eat just without realizing I'm doing it. So I can't have cereal because I would honestly sit there and just pour bowls after bowl. So cereal is one of those weird things that you don't realize until you're an adult and you have to do your own grocery shopping. That it's like secretly super expensive. Like it's like, cereal it's like, like yeah. being a smoker. Bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a very conservative cereal person. Like plain Cheerios, Kicks, like that. Like Kicks those are my favorite. So good. Like no sugar, no marshmallows. I would say uh, the best cereal is either Honey Bunches of Oats or uh, Honey Bunches of so Oats is dope. Is this uh, what? What's the one with the? It actually might be Special K with the uh, strawberries the in dry it. Dry strawberries. Yeah, those are so, so it takes I you a while eat, to fuck with I those. I can't but eat those because I eat I eat dry cereal, and so like those get well, activated so those, when creepy. you pour milk on them. So right. what, what are your dry cereal go tos? Uh, like Frosted Flakes. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm a big Fruity Pebbles guy. Ooh, um, Fruity Pebbles, I could never get into. It, it gives you the thing on the, the roof of your mouth. 
Yeah, yeah but it, they're so good. Uh, <laughs> worth it. Worth it. Uh, I don't Battle know. Like, I like, uh, I like, uh, I like uh, Honey Bunches of Oats. Those are awesome. Oh, actually, I actually have the answer what the best cereal is. Go for I it. I can't believe none of us said it. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yes. I'm not a cinnamon guy. I am, I'm, I'm a huge But cinnamon you have to be a sugar person. guy because <laughs> <Right. laughs> there's a little cinnamon in Cinnamon Toast Crunch. <laughs> I'm not it, a sugary cereal guy. Very oh, plain. That's, Rice that's, Krispies. Like, that might oh, be my cereal God. thing. Like, I Ew. just like plain cereals. Good for you, man. That's <laughs> you are an adult. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I, it's because I'm an adult. I think I just I well, don't it's know like not it being a, it's like not being a soda guy. Like I have to not drink soda to have this shitty body that I had. <laughs> so if I drank soda, uh, I can't imagine the fucking chaos. Also, I drank soda this morning because it's now my it's now what I think is a hangover cure, but I don't think it is. <laughs> you saying that you don't do something on the podcast means that it is, is eventually going to become a staple of your life. That it's yeah. going to like take over my life.